Today on Pop Culture Over Pizza, we've just seen Aquaman. Did the movie leave us salty, or were we swept away to the Seven Kingdoms? Find out as this quick slice takes us under the sea. Everybody and welcome to this quick slice episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. My name is Walt. I'm here with Metatron. Greetings. And Elias. What's Gucci, fam? And we've just finished seeing the Amazon Prime screening of Aquaman. Um, that the Aquaman is officially going to be released December 21st. Um, we got to see it a week ahead, and we have some impressions on it. Now, Aquaman is a film that is based on the DC Comics character of the same name. Um, it is directed by James Wan, James Wan, who is usually a horror director. And of course, we have as the title character, Jason Momoa, along with Amber Heard, William Defoe, Pitt Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, and Nicole Kidman, in some of the supporting roles. And we have some thoughts on this movie. So the initial thoughts on the film is this is a big, loud, colorful, and bombastic movie. Um, Jason Momoa looks like he's having a ton of fun playing the, the title role of Aquaman, which he normally does because the guy is just awesome. And you have Amber Heard as Mira. You have Patrick Wilson as the Ocean Master. Um, his name... King Orm. King oh, Orm. King Orm, who is really Ocean Master. We have Yaya Abdul-Mateen Abdul II, and he plays Black Manta. Um, and so, for me, the movie was, like I said before, it's big, it's loud, it's colorful. Um, it's pretty good, which is surprising because there's a lot of stuff in here that doesn't seem like it should work, but you put it all together and it does. Um, it does delve into his origin story just a little bit, and it doesn't do it all in one shot. It kind of intersperses it throughout the film. We have a lot of action also interspersed throughout the film. So at no point are you ever going to see a dull moment in this movie. Um, we've had a, we while I was watching the movie, we've had a very lively crowd, and there were a couple of times that they actually started clapping during the movie, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. a couple times. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I didn't like about the movie, and I'm nitpicking a little bit, I did not like the soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack was very, very over the top, but I guess it does fit with the way the film is structured and how it is. But there's like tonal shifts in the soundtrack. Like I don't know if you guys noticed, but yeah. Um, first of all, you've got these big dun 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 moments, right? And then all of a sudden, when they get to Atlantis, it felt like it switched over into like a Blade Runner Tron type of soundtrack, right? Yeah. Where it, it, it was very that. electronic and very, and then it, right after that, it would go back to the dun 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 yeah. soundtrack. I so did, I didn't notice that in a lot of the chase scenes. Yeah. So it, it felt a little off-putting especially whenever there was a bad guy on the scene you always had that really over the top ominous villain music behind him yeah you I know, know anytime 
Um, King Orm was there. Dun, 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 right? Yeah. So, again, like I said, I'm nitpicking. But um, overall, the production the, the production of the movie looked really cool. There was a lot of CGI in this movie. Yeah, the graphics for the ocean was pretty It was well pretty done. good. It, it was, was pretty, pretty good. Well but there was a lot of... I think this Even had, the de-aging was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have moments, especially in that first act, where we have characters that they show later on in the film, but... In that first act, they're using that de-aging technology that Marvel loves to do, right? Yeah. Um, and like I said, there was a lot of inventive set pieces. Um, the characters look great. The character design for some of the for some of the ocean animals were pretty good. You know, we had some really big, huge monsters that looked pretty cool and stuff like that. So, Elias, what did you think about the movie? So, um. There were like these transfers from past to present throughout the movie where uh, it would show Aquaman as uh, a man and then to a child. I think they did that pretty well because it was like a smooth transition. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was pretty good. And for a lot of people, um, uh, maybe not a lot, but at least some, at least some, <clears throat> at least some people would probably think Aquaman is a little not that important in the DC universe, but mm -hmm. you know, this kind of sure. does show how important this character is. Yeah. Especially since it was close to wonder woman's ratings. Yes, and it was. It was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the rotten tomato score for this movie currently, I believe is 73%. Um, just so that, you know, the Metacritic score, which is a little bit different. It actually takes all the, the, all the critics' ratings and averages it out, that one's a little bit lower. That's at around 56%. So we have 73% of the Rotten Tomatoes, which reflects how many positive ratings there are. But you have the Metacritic rating, which is more of a truer sense of what the film is because it's an average of all the scores that they've gotten. So, you know, you've got those two dynamics going, but. Like I said, I think it was pretty enjoyable. Metatron, what did you think? Well, you guys are all talking about, oh, the music, oh, how it looked. I was really invested in the characters that we were watching. It was really it was really fun to see how they played off of one another, and I, I really liked what Patrick Wilson's performance of Ocean Master. He yeah. really, he really sold it, guys. And he's one of those performances to look out for, and yeah. also Black Manta too. Yeah. Aside from him, aside from Ocean Master, Black Manta has to be one of my favorite characters from this movie. And just, just so that you guys know, there is an end credit scene. Actually, it's more of a mid credit scene, right? Um, you yeah. should stay after just to make sure because it does set up the second movie, and it has a certain character. I'll just leave it at that. Um, so yeah, Patrick Wilson was really was pretty good in his role, right? Um, second time that he's been in a DC movie, he was in Watchmen. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. Yep. So you know he's playing double duty in the DC universe. Mm -hmm. um, Eli, you had something to say about it before? Um. Well, so throughout the movie, it was pretty comedic. Like I noticed some thro jokes throughout the movie, and but you know it was also kind of dark. If you really think about it, okay, like maybe like the first, uh, the 
first or second scene. You're talking about the 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 talk about the family and stuff. Uh. That that darkness. No. Okay, no. so what are you talking about then? How is it dark for you? Well, you know, I don't really want to spoil it. Okay, so just talk about it in general terms. So basically, I'll put it at this. Aquaman left someone to die. Okay. So that is pretty dark, right? Maybe. It's like, and just it does, a little. It does influence a major character yeah. along the way in the movie. And it gives him the reason why he wants to go after Aquaman, right? Yeah. So that's true. Okay. So I can see that as being dark. But overall, it was a pretty bright film, right? Yeah. It's totally different from the beginnings of the DCEU where the DCEU... Man of Steel was pretty dark. Uh, Batman versus Superman was uber dark, right? Yeah. And then we started getting Wonder Woman, Justice League. That's where you're seeing the tone shift. And now you go into Aquaman, which is big and bright and goofy. Jason yeah. Momoa doing cracks all over the place with his jokes, right? Yeah. Um, and then we're getting Shazam, which seems like it's going to be totally off the wall, right? Yeah. So it looks like DC is kind of changing its tone in its movies. Um, I don't know. Do you think that that's for the better or for the worse? Well, I certainly think that they're beginning to crack the code. But my only hesitation with that is that they're going to be... I don't want them to completely model Marvel after everything. I mean, me, myself... I like dark stories. Yeah. I, I find them compelling. Me too. But at the same time, I'm happy that this movie is doing well, at least from my perspective. It was a really well done movie. Yeah. Again, but my only hesitance is I don't want them doing everything all hell in the way of Marvel. I agree because I think it's better when you have different types of movies. Yeah. Not everything needs to be the way Marvel does it. I actually enjoyed Man of Steel. Man of Steel is probably one of my more favorite movies, you know. Yeah, um, that did pretty well. Yeah, Batman versus Superman, I like the extended version. I did not like the theatrical version. And as you guys know, I hated the Martha moment in that movie. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was probably the worst part of the movie. It was almost insulting how bad that, that scene was. Um I liked Wonder Woman. I did not like Justice League. So, you know, that's the way I trend when I see these type of movies. Do you agree? What's your, how would you place Aquaman within the DC pantheon of movies? It's hard, really, because the two that I've most enjoyed were Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Mm -hmm. As for the other ones, yes, Man of Steel was good. I'm not even going to put BVS up there. I'm sorry. Because for me, they just tampered with that story way too much. And they wanted to do way too much yeah. in that Which movie also. What story are you talking about? Because they look like it looks like they took like two or three um, storylines and just mashed it together in BVS. And that was you know? a huge problem with that. And probably my biggest issue with that movie. Doomsday. Yeah, guys, yeah. I'm a Doomsday fan. He loves Doomsday, people. So when I saw that movie, I'm like, what the 
hell? Did, did Shrek wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something? What is this? Was it? Weren't you also saying that it looked like a cave troll from Lord yes, of the Rings? Yes, yes, it did. You know? The Crooch, too. Exactly. It was. It was. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. You know. But like I said, with with BVS, I enjoyed the extended version a little bit just because it kind of fleshed out some of those storylines, especially with Superman. Um, when he was investigating um, Batman and he was going into Gotham City as Clark Kent. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was the greatest of movies. Elias, you got something to say? Well, you know, it's kind of different from the Marvel movies because I don't think they've ever done, like, some ocean superhero kind of movies. That is very, movie. very true. And they do have characters that are from the ocean, such as... Namor. 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 The Submariner, right? Yep. So, um, and I do believe that they do have... Uh, they are planning to bring Namor, but Namor's a, a complicated character because he can be kind of a dick in the comic books, you know? Yeah, I, so remember, he, I remember, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a little bit weird. He's a good guy in that sense, but he's like super arrogant um he doesn't play well with others which is funny because that's what aquaman says in the movie also right <laughs> so yeah. but yeah. at least aquaman um he tries right yeah you know yeah. namor is just completely ugh, you know if you've ever played uh marvel ultimate alliance that'll give you a good idea of what this guy's like because i remember there was a point where you actually go to atlantis in that game that's right. You had to swim down there, right? Yeah. And you had those two paths that you had to go around and stuff like that. I remember that part, yep. you know? So, okay. So I guess um, let's just go around, give our last overall impressions on this movie. And we'll keep the, we'll, like I said, we'll probably do a spoiler review a little bit later when everybody's had a chance to see it. But Metatron, what is your overall impression getting us out of this podcast? Well, I'm going to say that if I could find a way to, well, I mean, in my universe, we already have engineered cross-dimensional interaction, so I'd, I'd jump over if I could. <laughs> That's how good it was. Okay, sounds good. And you're a DC fan, so, yep. you know, it's a, I guess that's going to be a positive rating from Metatron. Elias, what did you think? Um, that was actually a pretty good movie. You know, it kind of made Aquaman a little bit more important than uh, what a lot of people think he is. Um, and, you know, the graphics were great. The storyline was great. I, I'm sure you guys all agree. Right? Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. And a lot of com uh, comedy. It, yep. it was basically com comedic. Yeah, there was a lot of points where uh, the audience was laughing with some of the jokes that were on screen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I guess, Elias, we've got another thumbs up from him. And so, I'm going to give my final impression. And basically, like I said before, this is a big, loud, colorful, goofy, bombastic movie. Um, Jason Momoa is doing his best to swashbuckle through the entire film. You know, there is comedy. There is a lot of CGI. I think this probably, for me, has the most CGI since uh, The Phantom Menace, 
right? Especially with those underwater scenes. But the good thing is that the CGI does not take away from the film. Um, there are some movies where you see the CGI and you're like, ugh, that looks horrible. That's not the case here. It's pretty good. There's a lot of it, but it's pretty good. Um, everybody seems to be having fun. Uh, Jason Momoa is just chewing up the screen whenever he's on it. I think we probably could have had even more Aquaman. Um, but that being said, I thought it was a pretty good film. So that's what I think about it. So I think it's all three of us with positive impressions of this movie. Metatron just gave me the thumbs up. Elias just gave me the thumbs up, and I'll put the thumbs up also. And I just want to say that the fighting uh, scenes were good too. That's very true. Yeah. You know? And the good thing is that they had a fight scene at the very beginning of the movie, or at least close to it, and they kept on going with the fighting and the action scenes. Um, there was never really a moment where you'd have too much time between action scenes, right? Yeah. So that kept the, the pace of the movie going along pretty well. Um, there was really no slow moments to it. There were a little bit, but not enough to, you know, take you out of the film. So again, um, I think it's positive all around for us. So we're going to end this quick slice saying that Aquaman did sweep us to the Seven Kingdoms. And especially with Metatron, I think he wants to stay. Yep. So... There you go. But alas, my friends, like all journeys must end, so must this quick slice. There you go. So just make sure to subscribe to Pop Culture Over Pizza on all the platforms that you normally get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. We're back on Apple Podcasts. We did have a hiccup at the start, but we're there, so you can find us there. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At PCOP Podcast. I'll say it one more time. That's at PCOP Podcast. Um, and from everybody here, this is Walt saying, May the Force be with you. Metatron bidding the adieu. Like Ninja says, do it for the vine. There you go, guys. Take it easy. Until next time.